You're listening to the Strategy in Small Doses podcast, the show that gives you short, story-based strategy sessions to which you can easily relate and take immediate action. Each episode is aimed to help you reduce the overwhelm, create massive clarity, instill you with the confidence you need to grow your business, and create a clear plan to get you there. So let's dive in with business strategist, mastermind facilitator, productivity expert, and your biz bestie host, Michelle Denio. Hey there, welcome back to Strategy in Small Doses. Today we are talking about VIP days and day rates, whatever you wanna call them. They are very, very popular in the industry right now for freelancers and service-based professionals. And so I really wanna talk about is and are VIP days a good fit for your business, right? They're, they're Just because they're really popular and just because there's a lot of people that are doing really well with them does not always mean that it's a good fit for you. And we're talking, we always are talking about creating a business model that feels good to you. And so I want to talk about some considerations if you're looking into moving into day rates, okay? Here are some of the main considerations that I usually bring to the table when a client wants to consider that, okay? What can you offer without creating overwhelm for yourself in a day. So you need to look at all of your services that you offer, especially if you're service-based, let's use web design um, or project management, whatever, it doesn't matter, but like all the different services that you offer, what can you get done in a day? And because with the VIP days, it cannot be um, terribly willy-nilly, like, oh, we could do this, or we could do this, or we could do this. You have to be very specific because you have to remember, people don't know how long things take, right? So people come in with certain expectations of what they think can get done in a day, but you are the expert. You are the one that knows how quickly you work. You are the one that knows what can be done so that it's up to your standards. So you need to really consider, based on the services that you are currently offering, if you're thinking of making this switch to this business model, what can you offer without creating overwhelm or without feeling super stressed and rushed at the end of the day to make sure that you are delivering on the promises and the results that you say you can get to them you know in a day all right number two the thing that you need to consider is can you physically do it it's not for everybody some people do not physically want to just be behind their desk for that amount of time like is it physically possible for you to get done in a day. Do you enjoy that? Would it drive you absolutely crazy to be tied to your computer for a day? Do you like being able to get up and move? Whatever. I mean, physically, you just have to decide, like, is this something I really want to do? Do I like this? Would I enjoy this? Would I? Do I think I could handle this, like working on one project every day? Some people find that like, you know, poking your eyeballs out, like to sit and have to work on one specific thing all day long. So be just be mindful of it. Like, do you enjoy that? Um, number three is what is the client involvement that day? Is the D, uh, VIP day, because there's two two models here, you can do it more of like a done with you style where the client is um, active, you're on the phone with them, maybe you take breaks and you're kind of going through the process and it's done with them. So they are actively involved the entire day, they need to be available, you have a schedule, you have priorities. Um, I have a marketing um, strategy consultant um, colleague that is offering VIP days and she has a very set specific schedule. They are on the phone all day. That's a done with you model. But then most people offer it in a done for you model, meaning 
You get on the phone with a client, you talk about what you're going to get done, and then you take it and you run with it and you get the work done. And the only involvement they have is if you have a question, if you want them to look at something and review it before you move on. So really, you need to think about what will the process look like? How involved do I need the client? What needs to happen before? What information do you need to have provided to you? There's an entire, it's a slightly different onboarding process and a system for actually getting the VIP day done. So you need to think about that. And then another consideration is like, how many of them can you take on per month? If you're moving completely to this day rate model, you know, that frees up your schedule. It probably could free up your schedule and you can take on more. But if you still offer more retainer style client work and you have clients that are on retainer, you take on some larger projects at the same time. I have a client right now that's kind of in this hybrid. She likes taking on those longer custom, bigger projects and she wants to fill in with these VIP days. Well, based on the workload you have currently presented, how many of them can you physically and you know, potentially do per month that you need to think about as well, because when you're marketing them, if you're marketing them and you only have two spots, you need to make sure people are aware of that, right? Because that could mean that you get booked out several months in advance if you're only taking a very limited number of them every month. So those are some things to consider. Now, let's talk about the advantages of them. There's tons of advantages, but there's two really big ones, right? People pay for speed. We live in a world of instant gratification and people pay for speed. They want it done. They know, I love that you can plan for it. So like if you are on the, you know, the uh, consumer side and you're the one booking the VIP day, if you have either a launch that you want to get done or you're trying to get a course created or you want to set up your project management tool or get your website done, there's really a huge bonus to the consumer to know that on XYZ date, it will be done. It's not a six week long project. It's not dragged on for four weeks. It's done and you know at the end, so you can really plan from a consumer standpoint, they can plan. And then also from the service base, you can plan for that. People pay for speed. It's a huge advantage. The second one is that you can plan your income more efficiently, right? You know that if you have four VIP days available and they're $14.97 a piece, that's $6,000 a month. Well, if you're trying to hit 10, what can you fill in with with those with the other 4,000 if you have a suite of different offers or if you're taking on that larger project or if you wanna hit 8K and you're doing $14.97, can you fill in with that? Can you put them all in one week? Do you take one per week? I mean, you can really plan your time efficiently. So if you have kids that only go to school every other day, you can plan and say, I can do two VIP days a week. And you can really plan your time efficiently. And you also can really forecast your income very efficiently because you're only trying to fill a certain number of spots. There's huge advantage to that versus the, you know, up and down with the income. Now, on the flip side of that, what's the disadvantage? With VIP days, it keeps you in a constant mode of client acquisition. So I prefer, as a business model, to be more on a retainer style based. I don't like one and done projects to work with clients. I prefer to work with clients long term on retainer and build a solid foundational income in that way. Um, there is none of that really with VIP days. You might get somebody that books an additional VIP day or maybe they need a second one. They might come back to you later, but the biggest disadvantage is it keeps you in client acquisition mode. It's a constant state of promotion. You're constantly trying to fill those spots. Now, granted, and the more you do them, the more referrals come in. It really gets to a point where a lot of times the referrals start to outweigh. And so you do get out of client acquisition mode 
Um, but again, there's like no next step. So you have to decide, do you enjoy that one and done or do you enjoy that longer term <clears throat> strategy and relationship? Um, those are your biggest disadvantages. Overall, it's a very, very intriguing business model for service-based professionals, both big on the consumer side, like I said, because people pay for speed. We love this instant gratification world we live in, and it also really allows you to capitalize on your time, expertise, and income, and you really can capitalize and scale your income quickly with this model if it's the right fit for you. So take, you know, go back through Think about the considerations I gave you. And then if you want to pivot to that business model, what does that look like from a pivot standpoint? This is something I can help you with if you want to make that pivot. I have several clients right now that have made that pivot very successfully. So if you've been thinking about it, go through, answer the consideration questions, send them off to me, send me a DM, shoot me an email, and let's talk about it. And let's see how can we make this pivot for that business model for you. It is extremely um, lucrative for a lot of people and it's very enticing. So if if you're thinking about it, I say go for it if you think you can make it work. All right, we'll talk soon. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast was designed to help you. If you have a specific topic or struggle you would like Michelle to cover, please feel free to send them her way. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others, post about it, and tag Michelle on social media, or leave a rating and review. For even more strategy tips and tricks, subscribe to her bi-monthly newsletter as she sends out exclusive bonus episodes to her email list only. Thanks again, and see you next time on the Strategy in Small Doses podcast.